if you can say it, you'll see it. Can somebody repeat that? If you can. So often in life, we are looking for that secret. How many of y'all have seen somebody that you grew up with become highly successful? Somebody say amen. All right. How many of you know somebody in your family became highly successful? Right. Um, we see people on TV. We see people in ministry. They become highly successful. People who follow my ministry know, I mean, man, God has taken me and my wife, skyrocketed us, and we've become successful in the things that we're doing and still growing. Somebody say amen. Because God is growing our ministry, and he's recently given us this, this property and, and all of that. So have you ever wondered how do the people that become successful very quickly, you ever wonder how it happens? Anybody ever wonder that? There are a lot of ways that you can become successful uh, in this world or what people would call success or have the tokens of success, whether you're successful or not. Just because you drive a Benz Mercedes doesn't mean you're successful. Somebody say amen. Just because you live in a big house doesn't mean you're successful. Just because you got a million dollars in the bank doesn't mean you're successful. Somebody say amen. The Bible talks about good success. Everybody say good success. The Bible talks about uh, the blessing of the Lord maketh rich. But he added a line, Sister Nelly, it said, and addeth no sorrow. Amen. If I got a million dollars, if I got half a billion dollars in the bank like Steve Jobs had, but I got pancreatic cancer and I don't believe in the God that heals, somebody say amen. Is that good success? No. If I got $20 million in the bank, but my wife is make, getting it on with the UPS driver and the gardener and the butler, do I have good success? No, I do not have good success. If I am the president of the United States, but my son is hooked on crack cocaine and on drugs, do I have good success? No, because if my children are doing good, I'm not doing good. Somebody say amen. So y'all, there's a lot of reasons that people say people are successful. I think Biggie, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Notorious Big, Biggie Small, I think he, pretty, he had a pretty successful rap career. Amen. But he died before he was 30. Was that good success? How many of y'all know Tupac? He had a mouth on him. Somebody say amen. Amen. He saw a lot of records. Amen. He died before he was 30. Was that good success? All right. So there are a lot of ways to be successful. There are a lot of ways to get ahead. There are a lot of ways to get a million dollars. All that stuff. Who wants to be a millionaire? All that stuff. But y'all, we're talking about the blessing of the Lord. We're talking about the kind of success that God brings. Somebody say amen. And there is a secret. I think Oprah was pushing a book years ago called The Secret. There is a secret. And y'all, I'm telling you, people of the world, Oprah and all them people, they have tapped into the secret better than the people in the, in, in, in the, in the church. And the secret comes from the word of God. And you know why a secret to the Christians? Because most Christians don't read the Bible. <laughs> Amen. Some of us, if I did a poll, was the last time you opened up your Bible and you wasn't in church and just read a chapter, right? 
A lot of people don't do that. We don't read the Bible. We wait for a man of God to say, touch your neighbor, touch 10 people, touch and, and tune up a little bit, and then we get excited about the word of God. How many of y'all know you don't need an organ to get excited about the word of God? How many of y'all know the word of God is exciting all by itself? <laughs> oh, y'all can clap on that one. So if you're visiting with us and you're trying to figure out what kind of church is this, all right? Say Baptist? No, but many of us came out the Baptist experience. How many of y'all came out the Baptist experience? Let me see. I know I did. Amen. What are they? Is they Presbyterians? Somebody say absolutely not. I used to youth pastor at a Presbyterian church, right? I did. Uh, all white, as a matter of fact. Uh, Anglos. Nothing but Anglos. We're the only... Chocolate spots in the place when they're dinner. Boy, that was an adventure. Amen. So what, what they is, what they is, they, they Kojic? They Pentecostal? They be laying hands? To, no, we're not Kojic. Somebody say amen. But if you had a title for us, we're not denomination. We, we, you had a title for us. We are word of faith because the Bible talks about the word of faith, which we preach. Somebody say Amen. And so we believe in faith over here. Oh, that's one of the uh, uh, prosperity uh, uh, preachers. Am I? Somebody say amen. I am because the Bible talks about prosperity. Somebody say amen. It, it befuddles me preachers get up and they preach against the prosperity message and then they take offering. I thought you didn't like money. Somebody say Amen. No, we need money. We need money. Churches need money. Somebody say amen. Y'all feel all that cool air coming through? Y'all feel that cool air? Y'all know what that takes? Money. I like bills $3,500 last month. It takes money. Somebody say amen. And God don't want his people broke. Somebody say amen. Oh, so y'all want them faith people. Y'all want them name and claim it people. Are we? Yes. Y'all want them blabbing and grabbing people. Are we? Yes, because the word of God tells us that if we can say it, somebody finish it for me. You can, if you can say it, you can see it. Somebody say that. If you can say it, you can see it. Somebody say amen. So one of the principles and one of the fastest ways to get somewhere in the body of Christ as a Christian, as a human being, is to change what you are saying. Somebody say amen. Even in the secret, that book, y'all, Oprah, all them people, all the gurus, all the new age people, they are now saying that you got to get up every day and make positive affirmations. Somebody say amen. You got to say what it is that you want. The law of attraction. All of that stuff. Do you know where they get it from? They got it from Mark 11, 23. Put it on the screen. It says, whosoever shall say, Jesus said this, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast in the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he saith shall come to pass. What's going to happen? But shall believe those things which he saith shall come to pass. And that's he or she. Shall believe those things that he or she said shall come to pass. He or she shall have what? Whatever you say. I want a yacht. 
If you keep saying that over and over, somebody say amen. And don't doubt in your heart. Somebody say amen. But believe those things that you keep saying gonna get in the past. One day you're gonna see a yacht. Come on, somebody. In a marina that belongs to you. We gotta learn the art of talking right, mama. Isn't that right? We gotta learn how to talk right. We gotta learn how to say the right stuff. Now, I've been black all my life. Can you tell? I've been black my whole life. And black people like to say, tell it like it is. Somebody say amen. Black people like to, to express themselves and whatever they feeling, whatever they, whatever they feeling on the inside, it's coming up and coming out. Somebody say amen. It's not hard to tell when a black person is, is excited. Not hard to tell when a black person is mad. It's not hard to tell. It's not hard to tell because it's coming up out of our mouth. Somebody say amen. But the Bible says in Proverbs 18 and 21, y'all with me today? Were y'all here, were y'all here Wednesday? All right, I need y'all to keep me with an amen if you're here Wednesday. Proverbs 8, can we talk about excitement. Are we excited? All right, Proverbs 18, 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. The Bible says this. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. My mom was an OR uh, nurse for years. Worked in the operating room. Uh, had a lot of emergency surgeries and stuff. And my mama said, when a patient would come in, I think it was one in particular, he said, I'm going to die, I'm going to die, I'm going to die. You remember that? What happened to him? He died. <laughs> from a surgery he didn't have to die from. But he kept saying, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm so scared. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. And what happened, mama? He died. Somebody else coming in, getting a more critical surgery than that. Say, I want to live. Know right, mama? I want to live. I'm not going to die. I'm going to live and I won't die. What's going to happen to it, mama, more than likely? They're going to live. They're not going to die. Somebody say amen. Even the medical profession have found this out. People in the ICU, if they have a positive attitude, if they have a positive words coming out their mouth, the Bible says what? The power of death and life are in the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Another version says, they that indulge in it. You ever indulge in something? Some of y'all ain't never had my mama's German chocolate cake. Anybody ever had my mama's German chocolate cake? Amen. Anybody ever had my, my wife's brownies? Amen. Do you indulge? And some of y'all, we need to cast that brownie demon out. As soon as you see him, your eyes get. There's something in your eyes. Right? We indulge. That means I love, I love this. Woo! I love it. You ever see, boy, I... I, I I always, I always mess with my wife. Y'all, it ain't nothing like seeing some black women go to Papa Do's and their shrimp and catfish show up at the table. They eyes turn different. You ever see that color? When the food show up, because when you go to Papa's and Papa Do's, that food be right every time, don't it? And that stuff be tasting good. And you can see them right before they eat it, Sister Lundry, right when they get them shrimp, and the shrimp be kind of, they butterfly the shrimp. Y'all know what I'm doing? And they fall back and y'all know what I'm doing? And then the women be looking at them. And, and sometimes the women be overweight too. 
trip up. They're engaging. So the Bible is giving us a hint. We should love to indulge in positive confessions. Yeah, this needs to become your new thing. Every day I wake up, what am I going to say today that's going to change my situation? What am I going to say today that's going to bring healing to my body? What am I going to say today? Come on, somebody. This going to put money in my head. This going to put joy in my head. This going to fix the problems in my family. Fix the problems in my department. What am I going to say today? Jesus like this was the king. Because one is done daily, where lose is done occasionally. You ain't gonna lose no way getting on the treadmill once a month. Come on, somebody. No, that's occasionally. You're not gonna lose no way like that. Somebody say amen. So you gotta indulge in it. You'll go to the other, other scripture in Proverbs uh, 18:21 in the Amplified. It said, it said, and they who indulge shall eat of the fruit of it for death or for life. For death or for life. Which is indulging spells. It's what they say over things. What they say over people. They're indulging in this art of speaking it. Speaking it into existence. Manifesting it. Come on. Hocus pocus. Whatever they do. Right? They're saying something. To bring about an effect or a change. Are y'all still with me? Listen to uh, Proverbs 18, 20 through 21. This is in the message. Words satisfy the mind as much as fruit does the stomach. Good talk is as gratifying as a good harvest. Words kill, words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. Somebody say amen. We understand that God used words to create. We use words to create. God said, let there be what? And that was like. God said, let us make men in our image. All right? They made men, scooped them up from the dust of the, of the earth. So everything that God got ready to do, he spoke it first. Somebody say amen. Hebrews 11, 3, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. That God used words to create his world. And God wants us to use words to create our world. Here's a flip of that. Whatever you have or don't have in your life is because of the things that you said or spoke Yesterday. Whatever you got today is what you said or spoke yesterday. You will never live or rise above your verbal confessions. I want you to hear that again. Repeat that after me. I will never rise above my daily confessions. What you say daily, what you say consistently is what's going to manifest in your life. And now we got Oprah and all the celebrities talking about manifesting. Where did they get that from? They got it from the church. Somebody say amen. How many are ready to manifest some stuff? 
Oh, I thought I had two people over here. How many are ready to manifest themselves? Anybody over here ready to manifest themselves? You'll create your world by your words. Yeah, everything I got right now, I spoke it into existence. I tell my wife, she get mad. I said, baby, I created you. No, you didn't. God created me. God created you for me. No, he didn't. He created me for himself. We get into this argument thing. But y'all, when I was 15 years old, 14 years old, I got on my knees and prayed for a woman, a girlfriend that I could marry. And y'all, I, I, you know she got a mole right there on her upper lip that I asked God to put there. This, I didn't even know who she was. Let me see, you still got it. She, mm-mm, you still got it. I see it. Be quiet. It's right there. I spoke that into existence. Somebody say amen. Her daddy is as chocolate as me, darker than me. You know, I spoke a pigment into, she, she don't even like it. Like, she could come from that. That brother dark, any dark. Blacker than 12 midnights. But I spoke it into existence. Somebody say amen. And some other things I spoke about, I'm not going to tell you. But I spoke it into existence. How is put together? I spoke it. Everything I got, I spoke it. When I was a young man, my mama had one child. Y'all, you tell my punishment was, I mean, punishment was real punishment when you the only child. You can't play with nobody else. You can't talk to nobody else. You can't blame none on nobody. Guess who getting the weapon? Yeah. You can't even blame on nobody else. And when I was a teenager now, I said, I want a lot of kids. You remember I said that? I want a lot of kids. Everything I got, I spoke into existence. Somebody say amen. Way back, 10 Mercedes business, I spoke into existence. Somebody say amen. The fact that you're sitting up on there listening to me, you remember my church, I spoke all into existence. Come on, somebody. We spoke this power into existence. Everything we got, we spoke it. We were done heaven. When I was broke, I said, I will never be broke. I never did in my life. When I put heaven in my heart, I kept saying, I never be broke. I never did in my life. When I killed my last, because I had my life. I kept saying, I never be broke. I never, I never happened to you there. I never Everybody say, speak it. Your words create your world. Everybody say, your words create your world. Your words create your world. My God, we talked about it uh, on, on Wednesday, for, um, uh, Psalms 40, 45 and 1. My heart is indicting a good matter. I speak of the things which I have made touching the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. You know, you don't have to write books anymore. You can just dictate it to Siri or somebody. And it'll write it down. Somebody say amen. You create by your word. Everybody say, I create by my words. God wants you to dominate. God wants you to be debt free. Remember Deuteronomy 15 2 in the message. Put it up there. Deuteronomy 15 2. I want to show you again. The Bible says, All debts are canceled. God said so. And if God said it, God said Somebody say amen. Somebody say, All debts. All my debts. 
put me back at the hotel. So I got to go get my bags, amen? So I have clean under, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Wearing all the same stuff. I've been preaching seven times a day. So I, we went down there, and ain't nobody but black people over the luggage. And they sitting there, man, it's going to be five hours before y'all get your luggage. And I said, ain't going to be no five hours before I get my luggage. We got our luggage in about 30 minutes, 20 minutes. Somebody say amen. That's the word of faith which, you, which, you, which, which we preach. But that's not my point. My point is, some people like prophesying doom over a situation, and they get happy when it comes to pass. Now, it's, it's some of y'all in the house. The statement I always start off like this, Gina. Um, watch what I tell you. You ever hear those people? It never fails. Come on, somebody. So something like this, something like this is now. So they'll say something like, watch what I tell you. Every Wednesday, I get ready to come to church. Watch this. Now, that's, they're saying it. Every Wednesday, I get ready to come to church. And Dorinda, she always late on her shift. I need to leave at 6 o'clock to be at church on time. But what, watch what I tell you. Now, she come on time every other day. But watch what I tell you. On Wednesday, she's going to be 30 minutes late, and that's going to make me late for church. And then, Mommy, you know what happened Wednesday? Dorinda come in 30 minutes late, and they say, see, I told you. Now, you think you got some kind of internal discernment prophecy going on. But really, the power of life and death is in your tongue. You said it, you didn't doubt it in your heart, so you got what you said. You know what's better to say, Mama, in that situation? You know what? Dorinda uses late, but I'm speaking it today. Dorinda going to be early so I can get out on time, so I can get the Bible study. Because in the past, on Wednesday, she'll be late, but I'm not going to be late today, brother. I take a family. Dorinda going to get here on time so I can get the church on time and sing on the past team. Because it's better. But some of us get happy. Y'all know what I'm talking about? What about this? As soon, watch I tell you. As soon as I get $1,000 in my savings account, what, something gonna go wrong? I'm gonna have to pay? Y'all ever hear people say this? And then, when they get $1,000 in their bank account, and they have two blowouts the same week, they come back, hey, Sue, say, hey, Sue, I told you. Didn't I tell you? Come on, somebody. Then I tell you, Sue, I got $1,000. That's the third time I got $1,000. And so I broke down. Why is that happening? Because the Bible said you're ensnared by the words of your mouth. We get happy. I see people smiling. Gina, I, I don't know. When I get a thousand dollars, every time I get, they be smiling. How many of know people like this? Yeah. We prophesy over our children. 
Come on, somebody. You stay off that phone, because see, what's going to happen is, here, we, here you go, you're speaking. What's going to happen is, you're going to be texting on your phone, and then you're going to be looking down, and you're going to have an accident. And then when it happened, call this was me. This I was stupid. I preached the same stuff. My wife would tell me when it happened. Then I say, "Son, didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you that that was going to happen?" But you know why it happened? Because I spoke. Everybody said, "We got to turn that around." Everybody said, "We got to turn that around." Look at Numbers fourteen two through three, and I'm done. Is this good for anybody? If you can say it, consistently say it over and over. I'm saying say it every day when you don't have a house. Father, I thank you that all my needs are met. I thank you that I got my house. And the most specific you are, Lord, I thank you for the five-bedroom house on the lake. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. That's a rent. If you don't want to go up no stairs, then you speak a rent. Somebody say amen. If you like two stories of sprint level, I thank you for my sprint level house. Come on, somebody. Call me neighborhood. It's summer here. It's King here. Come on. In the wilderness, whatever you want. Speak it every day, because if you can say it, what happened? Look at uh, Numbers 14, 2 through 3. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses. This was once, once they got into the wilderness. After God delivered them from Egypt, they came over the Red Sea. They start, why, why are you complaining against Moses? Didn't Moses save your life? Same thing I asked Gina. People be complaining against me, and I'll be the one that helped them. It's quiet in the building. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and Aaron, and the whole congregation said to him, Listen to what they say, y'all. I would have been scared for let some of this come out of my mouth. They said, would that God, we would that God, that we had died in the land of Egypt. Oh. Or would that God, that we had died in this wilderness. Oh. Now, of course, Proverbs haven't been written yet. But the power of life and death, like we know better. Do y'all hear what they said? Tell somebody, God be listening. And wherefore have the Lord brought us into this land to fall by the sword? Wherefore God has brought us into this building not to fill it up and to get foreclosed on? The devil is alive. We're not going to do either one. Somebody say amen. And anybody want that to happen, you can hit the brick. Somebody say amen. amen. Listen, and wherefore the Lord brought us into the land to fall by the sword, that our wives and our children should be prey. Were it not better for us to return to slavery in Pharaoh in Egypt? Do y'all hear what they're saying? Look at verse 28. God has something to say. He told Moses, he said, this is God talking. He said, as truly as I live, said the Lord, as you have spoken this in my ears, so will I do for you. You say you want to die in the wilderness? 
Your carcasses shall fall in this wilderness. All that were numbered of you, according to your whole number, from 20 years old and upward, which have murmured against me. Everybody say, God hears your words. And all he want to do is help your words come to pass. Negative or positive, whatever you're saying, he'll bring it to pass. I mean, so many young black boys, gangster boys, listening to hip-hop and all that stuff. Man, I'm going to be dead before I'm 25. Oh, God. Can you imagine that? And they 17, 18 saying this. Where they got that from? The music that they listen to. By which them same people living way out in the suburbs. The rappers. That's making all the money. Got our young men going out to lifestyles that are causing them to be dead at 25. And you know, so many of them guys have said that, and so many times that stuff has come to pass. Y'all, if it can work in the negative, how fast can it work in the positive? Stop prophesying the doom. Somebody say amen. And just start declaring no, son, you're not going to drive and text because you're not going to have no wreck. Somebody say amen. amen. So you're going to learn to put your phone down, come on somebody, and put it on drive mode and not text so you can keep your eyes on the road because we're not going to no funerals in that house because you're going to live in that town. Somebody say amen. amen. What a better way to say that. Right? Whatever you say. You got the power to manifest. Last scripture, Job 22, 28. Y'all seen it? What does it say? You shall what? Decree a thing. You should do what? And what's going to happen? So many uh, black people call, walking around calling each other King and queen. What's up, king? What's up, queen? What's up, God? Right? And you know they're right? If you're born again, you are king. Come on, somebody. The Bible says we're a peculiar people. We're a holy nation. We're a royal priesthood. The Bible says that we're king and priest under him. So if we're a king, then we ought to be able to declare a thing and it'll be established. Somebody say amen. Come on, somebody stand up and start declaring some stuff. I'm coming out of bed this year. I've never been broken another day in my life. I started saying I've never been fed another day in my life. I've never been holy another day in my life. I'm going to declare a thing and it'll be established. Somebody say amen. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. I don't hear nobody. I don't hear nobody. Wait, wait, wait. So now, 
that Pat saying it, you know why? Because I believe Pat already do this. You already do this? He already made decrees. The reason some of y'all don't know what to say, because all you used to doing is declaring the negative. Hello? Why don't you start stating the positive? Do you know how to do that? Sister Jasmine, you know how to do that? You do that every day. Learn how to do it over your children. Watch this. Give me my iPad. Learn how to do it with some energy. I'm going to give you one more minute to start decreeing some things. And remember, we taught you, you decree it until you believe it. And then what you do? You decree it because you believe it. And then what else? You decree it until you what? Until you receive it. Somebody say amen. So I'm going to give you 30 seconds. Start decreeing one more time. You should decree a thing and shall be established. Come on. Let me hear you. What you want? What you want God to do? some of y'all. I'm going to help some of y'all because some of y'all come to religion. Let me help you. Let me help you. Shh. Let me help you. Everybody say, I'm going to decree thing. It shall be established because I'm royalty in the kingdom of God. Come on, let me hear you. I'm a king. I'm a queen in the kingdom of God. And I shall decree. I shall decree. I decree on her favor. I decree I'm accomplishing everything that God is placing my heart. I decree I have the grace of God. I have the mercy of God to accomplish my dreams. I decree that I put actions behind my faith. I decree that I'm faithful to God's coming. I decree that this does not your faith. I decree I'm expecting breakthroughs in my life. I decree that the blessings of God chase my bill and redeem me. I decree I'm surrounded. Big thinkers, big dreamers, and people of big faith. I decree they have more than enough. I decree they never be broke again. I decree they expect God to accelerate things in their life. I decree they don't fight for God. I decree. Faithful in me. Thank you, for bringing me this. Everything that you put in my heart, all of my dreams, all of my businesses. Thank you, 